on to the next bit of Netflix gems that I've finally gotten to sit down and watch. Uh, we gave Wendell and Wilde a chance. I was really excited about this because it's the most recent uh, piece of Jordan Peele storytelling. I happen to admire Jordan Peele a great deal, and I pretty much try to get to watch just about everything he does. So watching this and basically viewing what he saw as being one of the the animations that he imagined after from how he how he says i don't know if i've actually been able to find the actual quote but from how he says tim burton once said that he could tim burton could never draw or cast any uh characters of color in any of his animations or movies and Jordan Peele basically said, hold my beer. And he made this all on his own. And it's fantastic. Again, just saying I don't know exactly where that comes from. I just know that that is sort of the backstory of where this derives from. There is this love that Jordan Peele has for animations. And he's finally kind of gotten to make one along with his fellow, co fellow old co-star, I should say. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key, of course, from Key and Peele, the great sketch show they did. Uh, before Jordan Peele went off to do movies and be a tremendous director the last five years. And Keegan-Michael Key went on to continue to just do sort of, you know, the odd roles and still be tremendously entertaining to watch. And seeing them kind of come back for this sort of interesting take. I don't even want to say, like, if this wasn't an animation, it'd be better. It's just an interesting story all around. I appreciate that it doesn't really have any sort of musical aspect. I sort of like that it was more along the lines of, say, um, maybe Coraline, which I actually think one of the the screenplay writers... Actually, wait, no. Jordan Peele actually doesn't direct this. The actual director is, I believe, the same director of Coraline. So I I think that's where the, the and also kind of second version of the inspiration comes from. Let me see if I'm not... Saying Tall Tales out of school right now. Hold on. Okay. Henry Selleck. This was Selleck's first feature film since Coraline. Yeah. So Henry Selleck is also known for Coraline. He's only done, as far as feature films. Oh, wow. Okay. This all makes sense. Henry Selleck did The Nightmare Before Christmas, which I didn't know. James and the Giant Peach. Monkey Bone, which is a really random Brendan Fraser movie that's actually based on a comic. I can get into that some other time. I'm not going to digress. Coraline, and now Wendell and Wilde. This guy does a film like every like three to nine years, it seems like, because he doesn't have a lot on his belt. But everything he does is pretty much a heavy hitter. You know, five out of five films, four out of five of them are like really knocking it out of the park there's probably a lot of people who are fans of monkey bone but i can't really say much about that so four out of five for this director and this is you know this is just another an, another notch on the post this is a great film i enjoyed this there are a few things that i kind of you know i, mean, I don't want to say they're like my quirks but you know little nitpicky things about storytelling that i just wasn't a hundred percent I guess, expecting out of Jordan Peele. But when you're making something that's meant to be an animation and it's not really adult animation, it's more like horror comedy and it's presented in this cartoon fashion, you're going to have it be that a lot of kids are going to watch this. So you also want to make it kid-friendly to an extent. 
I don't want to go too much into that, but like, you know, there's the little things like why does uh, he's not even the devil. What do they call him? What do they call him? They call him Belzer, Beelzebur, Beelzebur. Hold on. I'm right here on the page. Buffalo, Buffalo Belzer, who, by the way, is also voiced by Ving Rhames. Love that. By the way, he does play that very well. But this Buffalo Belzer character, who's, I guess, supposed to be Beelzebub, the devil, in a way. Why does he have hair cream that apparently is able to bring people back to life for, like, 12 hours? I don't know. But again, we're talking about this film that's not really, I guess, meant to make a lot of sense. It's an animated film about this little girl who has this tragic accident where her parents die. She blames herself. She becomes this rebellious teenager and is sent to this school for orphan teenagers. And it's in the town where her and her family used to live. So the story is just that she now discovers who is supposed to be her sort of guardian angels. There's another word for it. And those those characters are Wendell and Wild, voiced by Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. Uh, there's also a lot of other people in this. It's uh, There's Angela Bassett's in it. Uh, James Hong is in it. I love James Hong. He plays the priest who runs the school. Uh, who else is in it? There's another name I remember seeing pop up when I was looking at the characters. Because I really like the little girl actress who plays the main girl, Cat. But she isn't in much. This is one of her, I think, first feature film roles. Yeah, Lyric Ross. Lyric Ross has done mostly television. She was big on the series This Is Us for half of the show, half of the season. She's supposed to be in Ironheart. Okay. And then she was only in a couple of other random episodes. But this is her first feature feature film outside of three other films, two which I've never heard of, Rogers Park and Canal Street, and then another film called The Glass, which doesn't even have a link in any way to kind of show you what that is or explain what that is. So yeah, this is kind of her, I guess, feature film breakout role along with the TV breakout role being This Is Us. Because I know everybody loved that show. And I've been dying to watch it. So eventually I have to get around to that show too. Not only because, you know, she's in it and this is another um, actress in the show that I like. But it's also um, uh, Milo, Milo um, Ven... I'm probably going to butcher the way his last name is pronounced. Ven- Ventangelium, I believe it it is. I'm, I can't think of the spelling off the top of my head right now. But he's from Heroes and I loved Heroes. So I always wanted to watch This Is Us because of him. And I just never got around to it. But I digress. Back to the movie we're supposed to be talking about, which is Wendell and Wild. So this is just, it's a fun and it's exciting movie with a lot of interesting storytelling aspects of what he, like what they were trying to go for. And, you know, I'm, I can't sit here and just try to be, I guess, too critical about it because we're, you know, we're talking about this original story, like what I always preach and what I always want to people to really understand is that if you want certain stories to be told in a certain way, you got to present them and you got to write them and you got to put them down and you got to put them out there. Yes. Maybe there's a couple of areas where the storytelling for this isn't really there. 
like like the whole plot point of how Wendell and Wild what they really want is to create a theme park and the way they're going to do that is people are going to pay them in the real world to bring back people from the dead so they can they can raise the money to start their own theme park I just it's really out there and it's just really weird but it's also you know we're talking about animated film that should just be a lot of fun to watch you know no one's sitting there like taking apart other animated films like that so you can't be critical you can't be critical you have to enjoy it for what it is i enjoyed it for what it was i thought it was tremendous and maybe it's also my soft spot for jordan peele and i'm able to kind of look past any of that stuff in a way because this isn't gonna be nope this isn't gonna be uh us this isn't this isn't any of those films. This is very different from stuff that he's done or been doing. And this is him basically saying that, you know, how dare you say that people of color can't have animations done about them. And so he has the pull to show people that they're wrong. And I'm glad he's doing that. Because if, it, if any of that is true about what Tim Burton might have said in regards to any of his animation stuff. I'm not saying it's going to make me like Tim Burton less, but I do hope Jordan Peele was kind of able to shove this movie in his face and say, look what we were able to do. Because not every animation has to be run by Tim Burton in order for it to be good. Coraline is a great example of that. Coraline is a fantastic animated film that is based on a novel. Although Wendell and Wilde isn't based on a novel, it is good enough to be put up there with those other animation films that aren't run and owned by Disney, that aren't Tim Burton, that aren't Pixar. Other people are out there doing good animations, and those things should be praised. 